It's Friday afternoon, and it's that time. Yes, it's time for Ask the Preacher, your chance to have your Bible questions answered. And it's brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church, located on North Socrum Loop Road in North Lakeland. Ask the Preacher. Here's your host, John Freed. Hey, glad to be back with you guys this weekend. Um, Eric, thank you very much for all the hard work you do behind the glass there and introductions all the time. And uh, George, welcome into the studio yet another day thank here. Thank you. It is great to be here. Friday, 5 o'clock, best time of the week. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Many people going home uh, from uh, a hard week of work. And so we're glad that you've joined us uh, listening to the Ask the Preacher program every Friday at 5 until 6 o'clock here on uh, WLKF. By the way, uh, our phone lines will likely uh, not not be available to you today. We'll have two guests, two professionals, uh, two people that have been doing what we're talking about today uh, for quite some period of time, and uh, they will be occupying the phone lines today. So, But typically... The number to call into the studio would be open to you, and that is 863-682-1430. Uh, George, uh, well, go ahead. You had well, they can, they can also go to askthepreacher.com. So if you have a question that you just are, are wanting us to answer, go to askthepreacher.com. You can submit your questions there. You can listen to previous episodes and uh, find out more information like the call-in number. All right. So, George, tell them why I am wearing a celebratory shirt this afternoon. Because it is a great day for a return to the Constitution, for hopefully states' rights, and it is in in some states currently or going forward will be uh, the end of baby holocausts. It's, oh, well uh, said. M- millions of babies will no longer be ripped apart limb by limb and uh, tortured to death before they even get an opportunity to breathe uh, air. So it's, it's awesome. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of people would not, uh, agree with our opinions. Uh, that's because they're wrong. (laughs) That's right. It's because they are. Uh, and, and what, what would make someone right or wrong concerning, uh, this topic or, or uh, abortion, uh, specifically? Well, so, so what we're talking about is the Supreme Court. I'm sure everybody listening has probably heard at some point today that Roe v. Wade. Sure, unless you live under a rock. Has been uh, overturned, which basically means it's not the end of abortion. It means that it's now up to the states to decide how they, the individual state, is going to handle abortion. Yeah. And there are 22 states that are – Missouri was the first one. The attorney general today signed uh, almost immediately after the Supreme Mm -hmm. Court decision. He signed – Basically, an order ostensibly outlawing abortion completely, and there are 22 states that have very strict or have outlawed abortion completely, yeah. and 26, um, so 22 plus four more, that will hopefully end abortion very soon, and Florida will hopefully be one of those. But this is not uh, kind of the the end battle. It's a great day to rejoice. It is yeah, a yeah. battle won, but the uh, the culture war to save these babies has just begun here in the state of Florida. Yeah, it's uh, it's taken a, a, a big turn. I mean, obviously, yeah. the, the war has been going on for a long time, and, and that's a that's a great um, introduction to give to uh, one of our friends to join us here online, Miss Rebecca Klein. Are you there with us? 
I am, John. Good to good to talk to you. Good to be with you. Well, I I appreciate you uh, joining us again here on the program. You've uh, you've been here three or four times, I think. And um, and today over the over the phone and in, in joining us, uh, you have been engaged in this uh, this battle for the life of unborn children uh, for many years now. I, I believe you're very effective at, at what you do. Uh, we've had many a conversation concerning uh, this, and so um, we've got about two minutes until we till we take a break here. But uh, yeah. so I want to just ask you a specific question um just for clarification so the court upheld a dobbs argument uh and effectively it overturns roe v wade now so um what does that mean george gave a pretty good explanation but what does that mean yeah no george actually gave a great explanation uh across the board you know it's got implications um on every level Um, You know, the bottom line is it it was a win for constitutional rights. It was a decision that never should have been made, um, that uh, there be uh, abortion being legal across the board. It is a state's rights issue. Uh, The statements that came down today say that the Constitution never guaranteed the right to abortion. And so the decision made in 1973 was just made on on false premise. So there's a great victory today. Uh, regarding that, but then from the life issue point of view, uh, we know in returning the decision to the states, what that means is that there are going to be states who have the ability now to um, make abortion illegal. And we know that there are many states who have already, uh, I believe it was at Missouri today, I believe, I may be getting it wrong, um, who already made that decision to illegalize abortion in their state. And we're going to see that uh, in many states across our nation, which means lives will be saved. It doesn't mean the issue ends. That, that's, that's the key to, to our conversation uh, about this in the wake of the overturn of Roe v. Wade, is that uh, abortion will still, as George said, that the culture war really just begins, because uh, women are still going to have unplanned pregnancies, and women mm-hmm. are still going to seek abortions. It's all gonna, about going to be who, uh, who can reach them in those moments of time, and, and the hope is that it'll give pro-life pregnancy centers like A Woman's Choice and the others like us to be that, that um organization who has the opportunity to intercept their need at that at that moment. Right on, right on. Well, hey, folks, we are going to take a quick break, but we want you to continue with our conversation right after this. And now let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher, as we do every Friday from 5 until 6 o'clock. Here's John Freed. Well, everybody, welcome back. And uh, hey, I, I'll just be real honest. I'm I'm celebrating today. I'm I'm very happy. I'm excited. Um, but as uh, has already been been stated, here's my analogy for it. Um, with the with the uh, Supreme Court ruling, that's what I'm referring to. Um, uh, so I'm I'm celebrating their ruling. I think it was absolutely fantastic. Um, break open the bubbly and cut the cake. But uh, I don't drink bubbly anyway. But anyway, it can be the Welch's sparkling yes, grape sparkling juice. Gra- there you go, it's or fine. or Coke or something. Yeah, that's yeah, bubbly whatever. Sprite. You know, yeah. So um, anyway, but it is it is not the the end. Uh, it would be kind of like if you're a sports fan, uh, your team 
uh, just scored a touchdown, but that doesn't mean they've won the game. You know, yeah. um, this is not over. And and so what I, I'm, this leads me uh, in continuing our discussion to really talk about two different branches or two legs of this uh, this fight, if you will. And uh, joining us uh, via telephone is Miss Rebecca Klein. Uh, I, I want to ask you a, a question, Miss Rebecca. Um, how long have you been uh, in this uh, in this fight advocating for unborn children? Uh, I have been serving in this area for 19 years. 19 years. Okay, so I, I ask yeah. that because uh, you're you're not brand new in this. Um, you right. you have risen to uh, high levels of respect uh, uh, in the in the community of this type of work. And so when we ask you a question or we get a, a comment from you, I have uh, every bit of confidence that we're hearing uh, real educated and experienced information here. So um, I, I I look at this. Correct me if I'm wrong, um, and then I just open up the floor to you to talk about it. I look yeah. at this fight having having two legs, if you will, two branches. Uh, you have the political side, and and then um, you have the the moral side. And somewhere caught in the in the mix of this are pregnant women. And I will be bold yeah. enough to say it is only women who can be pregnant. As a matter of fact, oh, I'm going to go down this rant for just a moment. Um, the sure. president in his speech today, President Joe Biden, um, never once said anything about a man being pregnant. Why? Because everybody knows only a woman can get pregnant. So, but in the, in the, in the, in the political fight of this, and then the moral fight concerning abortion, here you have pregnant women. Um, and they are the ones, uh, if they're scared by being pregnant, maybe scared of, of, uh, giving birth, raising a child, whatever the case might be here, they are caught in the middle. How do we, how do we balance out the political? Uh, how do we balance that with the, with the moral? And then how do we not have, um, I'm, I'm going to use the term injured women in the middle of mm. this war. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great question. Great perspective, John, because that's, Exactly. Like you said, there, there are actually so many um, facets from which this issue can be addressed. And I think what you're getting at is the idea that in all these battles that are taking place, whether it's politically, socially, um, morally, like you're saying, what we're doing is fighting an issue and ideology. But the fact of the matter is that there are real lives impacted by all of that. And um, honestly, I think that's where you, you said how to balance it. And I, I think that um, some people are called to different arenas. There, there are people who are called to be a part of the political battle. There are people who are called to speak on uh, the issue in different ways. But the bottom line is, um, so, so there's people who will go to their calling. But I think it's the pregnancy centers then who get the opportunity or have the call to be the ones to address the women. Uh, as we've said from early on, there, there, there's so much that's changed in the movement in, in 19 years, yet the core always remains the same. And, and one of the phrases I can remember 19 years back is it's one life at a time. And it's recognizing that apart from all the debates and all the discussions and all the arenas, the bottom line is women are walking through our doors, like you said, scared unable to uh, imagine the idea of carrying and parenting the child that, they, um, that they've conceived, um, feeling alone and uh, feeling like they have no other choices. And so the pregnancy centers, I think, get to weed through all of that 
We're not fighting politically on the front. We're not necessarily fighting the, the moral fight. I mean, in some ways we are, but we exist to serve the women and, and the men, but uh, who are with the women, not not pregnant not pre- men, <laughs> who are with the women. <laughs> Thank you for that clarification. Um, yes. Um, but, but we're there to serve and, and reach the individual, the, the real, the, they're just lives at stake. There's not just the life of the baby, there's her life and there's his life. And so we're in, in the real, uh, you know, weeds of it saying, okay, everything else aside, here's a life that needs help. And, and so that's where I think the pregnancy centers really come in. Um, I, I wanted to play a, a clip from uh, Nancy Pelosi's speech today. Our phone lines mm. are just going crazy in the studio here. And yeah. Eric, you're, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, um, okay. He just he just gave me a message here. But um, um, you know what? Let, let's go ahead and, and add her in, Eric. Uh, we're going to bring Marilyn Paul in oh, on great. the conversation as well. Uh, Marilyn, are you there? I am. Hey, How are uh, you? All right, wonderful. Uh, so we have uh, Marilyn Paul, and we also have Rebecca Klein, and uh, both of them are uh, professionals that uh, that work with uh, with with teams of people that that help pregnant women and help men who are supporting these pregnant women uh, in the decisions that they're making concerning their pregnancy. Um, now, obviously, myself, George, in the studio here, and the two ladies that we have on the phone now, uh, we are advocates for life. Um, and so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this one to you, Marilyn. We have about four minutes before we have to take a break, and that is a hard break. We have to end at 5.30 for a break. But um, it was said many times over in Nancy Pelosi's speech today um, how a, a, the, the woman's right to choose, the woman's right to make her own health care decisions, the woman's um, right to, to uh, keep her own health and, and well-being, her own life, that type of thing. And then she went on a little bit of a speech about how dangerous it is to be pregnant, how dangerous it is to give birth. Um, can you speak to that for, for just a moment? Uh, I'm going to add this thought right up front, though. Um, I, I, I do find it interesting that you, you cannot make a pro-abortion um, case or a pro-abortion argument without the termination of a life, the life of the child, whether it be male or whether it be female. And so they never end up talking about the child's right to live or a child's right to health or a child's right to make a choice. It's always about the, the, the mother. Um, but can you talk about that health aspect, um, the health complications of pregnancy versus health complications of abortion, uh, those, those types of issues? Yes, and I appreciate that you said that because I've always said it's not about the choice of the woman. It's about the the baby in the womb, which is a whole different uh, human being. So thank you for, for that. Um, yes, um, the complications, that's one of the reasons that we do the free STI testing because we uh, know that there are complications um, with an abortion if they have a certain, have an STI um that they need treated. So one of the reasons, one of the things we do is is that. But also, um, we just love that um, we're able to pass on information that is is factual, and they can they can actually take our pamphlets, they can research and see. And so many many things in our uh, pamphlets and, and brochures that we hand out, and the words that they hear from our nurses and from our advocates are things that um, 
pertain to the health and, and what will happen um, through an abortion uh, and just not only the physical health, but also the mental health. So these are, are so, truth statistics that um, that agencies that, yeah. that you work for, uh, that Rebecca works for, uh, all over the country, places like this. These are truth st- statistics that uh, abortion clinics would not give. Mm. Oh, yes, and that's um, and that's what we always say that the the main thing that we want to do is to give our patients all of the information for them to make a healthy and wise and informed decision. So we are never afraid of truth, so we always want to make sure that they have all that information. And, yes, we do have that. Very, very qualified nurses are able to to, um, share information, answer questions, give them. We're so connected with resources and and our doctors. So, um, But, yes, this this, uh, idea that it's healthy and it's a health care to have an abortion is completely wrong. Yeah, and yeah. it has nothing to do with healthcare. It has something, everything to do with the choice that they're making. Well, I love the fact that you said we're not afraid of truth. That's correct. We are not afraid of truth. It is the truth that will make us free. Folks, we have to take a break, and that is also the truth, and uh, I wish it wasn't the case. We will be uh, off uh, the, the program, a little pause for about seven or eight minutes, and then we will be back. So hang in there for more Ask the Preacher. And let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher. Heard every Friday from 5 until 6, brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church. Here's John and George. Well, we... Go ahead. Speaking of the church... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's tonight. something going on tonight at the church, John. Tonight? Oh, man. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll probably talk about this again after I play a, a clip from uh, President Joe Biden, some words that he said today uh, in talking about elections. And uh, I'll use the phrase that uh, was given a few years ago, elections have consequences. Anyway, but this evening at Believer's Fellowship Church, we will be hosting uh, four conservative candidates for school board, Polk County School Board. Uh, we are hosting them a little meet and greet, so there's some free food there. Uh, there is an opportunity to financially support campaigns and a PAC, a Protect Our Children PAC that has been uh, organized because we believe that our children need to be protected from liberal socialistic ideology. And if I it can um, be spiritual about it, biblical about it. Uh, I believe, many of us believe, we must protect our children from the ungodly, unbiblical agendas, unmoral, immoral agendas that are being crammed into our children's faces in the school system. Or said simply from, uh, we need to protect kids from stupidity and perversion. So, Very yeah, well. There's, there's that. Protect the kids from but, stupidity You know, we're, we're, we're talking today about Roe v. Wade being overturned, and it's a great day for uh, the defense of true constitutionalism and uh it really puts the the battle into the state's hands yeah it takes it from the federal to now the local and and we talked last week with james dunn a fantastic interview with him i think he he had so articulate great answers the, the guy's awesome but we were talking about how local level politics government decisions that really is the battleground we gotta yeah. be yeah. involved it, most importantly, on the local level. So come out to Believer's Fellowship Church tonight. Meet these candidates who need to be on the school board. 
Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. They do. They need to be on the school board. Um, well, if you've been listening to the program today, you know our conversation is concerning the uh, Supreme Court decision being handed down today, uh, overturning Roe v. Wade. I, um, I find it very interesting that um, the, uh, the resistance against the court uh, from Maxine Waters, from a variety of other people, AOC, and sounds the different like insurrection things. to me. Yeah, definitely sounds like insurrection. Uh, a- a- actually, advocating for uh, violent acts against people uh, and these types of things. It's not a surprise to me to see people that advocate for an action such as the murder of of little innocent babies that are unborn. It's not a surprise to me that they would respond in in such a way. Um, However, one of the things that is surprising to me is oftentimes the cowering back, um, the fearfulness of of those uh, who stand up for life. And and, uh, I I absolutely love bold and strong people uh, that, uh, that just press through and stay faithful and consistent in these endeavors. And so I'm, I'm very honored to have um, on, the, on the line today two women that have been in this, uh, this fight for a good long time, Miss Rebecca Klein and Miss Marilyn Paul. Are you both still with us on the line through the break? Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. Uh, Hey, all right, and there's Marilyn as well. Um, now, you, you, uh, you both, uh, Rebecca, you've been on the program many times, um, Marilyn a, a couple times. Um, in most of our conversations, we have avoided political talk. Um, I hope it's okay. I'm not going to avoid the political talk today. Um, I, I'd like to play a clip uh, from, from Joe Biden's speech, speech and then just uh, give you opportunity to, to respond. I hope everyone can hear this, this well here. Here we go. This landmark case protected a woman's right to choose, her right to make intensely personal decisions with her doctor, free from, inter- from the interference of politics. All right. Did anybody have a response to that statement, or do you need me to play it again? Well, you know, I, I get frustrated um, because the implication is that in overturning Ruby Wade, women have lost the right to choose. Um, I just believe it's all rhetoric and, and propaganda. They're talking points that they say over and over again, but in reality, don't hold water. Um, I, I always stand by the fact that um, we can never really take away a woman's right to choose. Uh, we all have a right to choose to do what we want to do. Um, but, uh, you know, we're taking away the right to, you know, kill, um, like you've said, unborn babies. Mm-hmm. That, that's not something we should be given a choice to do. Um, so now, I just object to that language. Yeah, if, if you guys were in the studio or if the, the uh, listening audience were in the studio during the break, you would hear uh, some of George and I's conversation and we can get a little... Uh, oh, I have comments. They're just not appropriate for public <laughs> air. You know, things like the idea that uh, we put people in the electric chair that perform, um, you know, murder in the United States of America, uh, but yet we pay very highly doctors that perform um, murder of, of innocent no, children. No, not so. just murder, John. Torture. Yeah. And murder. They rip babies apart limb by limb and shove metal pipes through their faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gruesome. It's gruesome. And, and un- unfortunately, the real picture doesn't go out there. It's been hidden for, for so long. Um, um, Marilyn, Rebecca responded to that to that first statement. Um, I'm going to play another piece. And again, we're on the political side of things for the moment here. I want to play another part of um, – 
President Biden's statements today and, uh, and, and let you respond to this. Here we go. Congress, as it appears, lacks the vote to votes to do that now. Voters need to make their voices heard. This fall, we must elect more senators and representatives who will codify women's right to choose in the federal law once again. Elect more state leaders to protect this right at the local level. We need to restore the protections of Roe as law of the land. We need to elect officials who will do that. All right. So, so considering that, he's talking about the elections, and um, uh, and he says we need to elect these people. Now, my my thoughts concerning it are: we did. We elected people to make the decisions that, as the, as the majority of the United States of America, we voted. We put. Uh, people in office that would help move the ball in the right direction, and this is the result. Um, he is on the minority side of this thing. But um, so, Marilyn, if you would just uh, speak concerning uh, the the political, the elections, our uh, our leaders that make some of these decisions, are they or are they not overstepping their bounds into personal freedoms? Well. I love how you said elections have consequences. So I think one of the things I will just be so bold to say is, as many people um, maybe didn't like some of the rhetoric, but they did like the um, uh, President Trump coming out with the people that he would choose for the Supreme Court, and many people voted because of that. And so we see a result of that. so ask me the question again. I'm sorry. Well, and just in in in, uh, in President Biden says in the fall, you know, um, I, I don't know if I got there this far by playing the clip or not, but he says in, in the fall, um, uh, Roe v. Wade is on the ballot, uh, that kind of thing. So, yes, that's right. It's on the ballot because you'll see every single political person running for office is going to utilize that because they always do. You'll see what is it, moveon.org will be uh, sending out things. The, uh, they will absolutely on one side say that the only way we're going to overturn this is start electing people that are for choice, quote, and unquote, um, and letting the woman have a right to have an abortion. And then uh, hopefully on the other side, you're going to see them take advantage of this and say, look what can happen when you have bold and courageous um leaders that make make solid um, life decisions. So I it will be a, a definitely it will be a political issue on both sides. So so uh, in, but in, I hope and pray that it goes in a very continues to go in a very solid uh, conservative Life direction way. towards life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so in one sense the the political run of this uh, has has become uh, much more heated now. So if the court has yeah. made a decision, um, it, it, we immediately, within moments, within an hour or so, we immediately see the president of the United States saying we must elect people that will bring Roe back into back into law, uh, codify it as, as law. So it's immediately been used by the, uh, by the left, by the Democrats, as a fundraising arm and, um, and to stir up uh, and, and try to, to solidify and increase their domain in, in politics. Uh, that's where I would say to those that are uh, on the side of life, if you 
believe the truth of Scripture, if you believe that uh, everyone has a right to live, it is all the more important for us as well to be engaged in these um, these political lines and make sure that uh, we put people in office that will uphold uh, God's truth and uh, and protect and fight for the lives of unborn children. Uh, we've got to take another break. And um, again, Miss Rebecca, Miss Marilyn, I appreciate you being on the line. Um, you are free to stay. You are free to go. Uh, but we'll be back in just a couple more minutes with more Ask the Preacher. Fourth and final segment of Ask the Preacher coming up, brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. Here's John and George. All right, so George, uh, go ahead and ask your pun question. Well, I am a dad, so I got wonderful dad jokes. But <laughs> ladies, I, I want to ask you, because we talk all the time on this program about, you know, if Jesus really is the king of our lives and he has ultimate authority in every aspect of our life, we should be uh, walking as he walked. And uh, even if you don't follow, if you're listening and you, you don't uh, have Jesus as the absolute king of your life, you should probably do that. Yes, but yeah. uh, not probably. You should definitely you should do definitely. that. But um, if you just believe in common sense protection of children, ladies, how can we beyond the generic uh, donate, which I know is huge? How can people take baby steps? There it is to get involved. Um, you know, there's a, a message that that I I like to share when I have opportunities to speak to groups of people, whether in churches or especially pro-life believers, because I think a lot of people don't know what to do, like you're asking. And um, I I give three steps, you know, it's a good church message, three steps to um, being pro-life, how how to be active. And I I think the first thing people have to do is um, to make the decision in their hearts. You know, there's so much out there, there's... there's, um, so many voices to listen to, and so we have to wrestle with, with you know, uh, what we're hearing and apply God's truth and really be committed in our hearts before we can take action anywhere else. Um, the second step would be to inform their minds, get educated, learn. You know, you can't, you can't step into this arena without knowing what's going on, whether that's politically, biblically, um, practically. Uh, you need to know about uh, the, the fight, the battle, to be able to help. And then take action, get involved. And there's so many ways to do that in the pregnancy centers, whether it's through volunteering, whether it's through donating, like you alluded to, or really just even being a voice for life, someone who has the opportunity, the ability to communicate the life message um, in, in a powerful and impactful way in a world that's full of lies. Marilyn, do you have anything you'd like to add to that? Rebecca, I appreciate that, and I agree 100%. When we do our baby bottle campaign, which is uh, churches and organizations will take baby bottles and fill them with coins and checks and things, but we always ask them to please fill them with prayers, too, because honestly, the prayers of the people and the encouraging words, I'm sure Rebecca got a lot today, too, just the encouragement and just is such a help. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know that Marilyn, I appreciate that reminder, and and we'll uh, we'll take a moment and pray before we close the program today. Uh, one of my concerns um, is is uh, you know the Homeland Security sent out a, an issued a, a a warning, a high alert, if you will, for.
for Catholic churches and pro-life agencies around the nation. I don't know why specifically Catholic churches, other than the fact that they've uh, traditionally taken a, a strong stance um, against abortion. But uh, that of the of the risks and the dangers, the threats that have come out from various groups um, that that will basically stop at at no end uh, to see their agenda accomplished and very very violent and and, uh, and terrible. Uh, acts that they were willing to commit to um, to bring attention to their cause. So um, let's uh, let's let's pray now together. And uh, again, Marilyn and, and Rebecca, I appreciate you being on the on the call and joining Thank our, our program you. today. Thank Father you. God, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and and uh, we first we just say thank you, God. Uh, for this decision that has come down, and I thank you for for people like Rebecca, people like Marilyn, and the and the uh, the people, men and women, that they work with in their in their agencies and in, in helping other men and women that come in with pregnancies or fears or rejoicing or whatever the case might be. I thank you for people that uh, have been in this fight and for their faithfulness, and that they would continue uh, to be faithful in, in serving and loving people that are that are pregnant and so uh, we rejoice in that we rejoice in the decision that has come down um, but father we lift up pregnant women to you of whatever age and whatever uh, financial uh, foundation that people are on people are, are, are become afraid when it comes to pregnancy for a variety of of reasons people rejoice for a variety of reasons we pray for all of them Lord um, that they would be able to recognize even supernaturally recognize the life that is on the inside of them that is that it is ordained of you you are the author of life and so Lord when when uh, conception takes place may there be something also that begins to take place in the lives of, of women that they that they see divine life on the inside of them. I, I pray, Lord, that you will raise up. You said, uh, Jesus said, pray for laborers to go into the harvest field. So, Father, I ask you for more laborers into the harvest field of this life um, issue here in our nation, that there will be bold people to declare truth, but there will also be people to declare a strong message of love and of help and of resource that you, God, you are faithful and you will carry people through. And that that uh, that young men, young women, or people that are facing unplanned pregnancy, whatever the case might be, that they will fully trust and depend on you. And we thank you, Lord, for your goodness, that you will help them, that you will see them through. We pray for safety over every church and over every life agency here in our nation. Uh, Lord, uh, disrupt the plans of the wicked that would bring harm and destruction. Disrupt their plans and bring them to repentance and salvation in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. 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 Rebecca, Marilyn, one more time, thank you very much. And uh, folks, if you're able to join us at Believer's Fellowship tonight up on the north side of town, our four conservative uh, school board candidates will be there for a meet and greet. There's food. But there will be an opportunity for you to um, to support the campaigns, a suggested donation, not mandatory, suggested donation towards their campaign. So just want to invite you out to that. That is happening in just a few minutes, starting now, just about at Believer's Fellowship. Hey, folks, come join us this weekend for church or some other time. You can visit us online. That's the easiest way to find out information, believersfellowship.com. George, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Marilyn, man. Rebecca, have a great weekend.